All right, we're away. We are away. Welcome. <laughs> so this so is a bit weird. weird. It's a bit weird because people can't see this, but we're not talking with video on like we normally do. So I'm just seeing your little, it's not an emoji. It's like an illustrated version of you. And Jason's not on the call yet, even though he's the host. So I think he's joining. He will be joining. So we don't know what we're doing. It's all very strange. The first time in what, 90. Three, we'll say 93 episodes that we've done a podcast. And I think this is, we've never not looked at each other while we've done them. No. And you said it was something to do with Spider-Man downloads in your house. It's bandwidth. So. Yeah. So I had to downgrade my, my internet plan because, you know, Australia's internet plans are so fast that you don't need the top one, right? Mm. <laughs> I, um, I had to limit. For for budgetary reasons, I've downsized my internet pipe, which is on the whole hasn't been a huge problem. Like I still get what I need, but when the kids are trying to download seventy gigabytes of Spider Man game, and they're mm. desperate to play it, um, I'm trying to facilitate more rapid download at their end. So let's hope this recording even works. Who knows? We'll see. And if Jason does join, he won't see our faces and he'll just be like what the hell's going on so that'll be confusing maybe we'll turn it on back then because i don't know if i can do this the whole time i don't know well let's see let's see We're a bit confused as well because our run sheet situation mm. is still a little bit uh, fluid, shall we say. This week, as we were preparing our show, Martin and I were studi- ju- studiously, not studiously. Um, Dutifully. Word, Martin. Dutifully, thank you. Entering ideas and thoughts into Craft, the app that we have used since the initiation of our show, only to find out at the last minute, Jason has been continuing to populate the free form that we started last week or last fortnight. I had to re-download the app. I got rid of it. <laughs> you, you know Apple's in trouble when Mr. Default Martin Feld has to re-download the um, default Apple whiteboard app. This is a concern. Well, look, I think it's clever. I think it's great. I have nothing against the app. It's just not the way that I think for myself. Great way of collaborating with you two or other people, but... If it's just sitting on my phone and not doing anything, I'm not going to keep downloading updates. But here we are. We've got a bunch of sticky notes and pictures. Most of them are purple, which is Jason's color, apparently. And he's not here. So I reckon we should just go for one of yours first. I've got two basketballs in my view. Which one do you want to start with? Neither of them. Because neither of them. I want neither of them. I want to bring to point a thing that I thought of just before we clicked record before I forget about freeform seeing as we're talking about freeform yeah so I still don't know the app I haven't dedicated my 60 minutes of learning time as I like to do with the Apple apps as you Mm. know Um, and I was just clicking around in it here on the Mac app and trying to change the font and I thought that's fine I could probably I don't know there's probably a toolbar no no toolbar for a font so, okay, well, maybe there's a um, like a side panel like you get in Pages and all the modern Apple apps have that sort of fixed sidebar where you can change the properties. 
Hmm. No, there isn't. Turns out there's a little option to toggle on the fonts panel. Fonts panel. Which takes you back to that early era Mac OS font panel thing. You know the you know the like the little picker that has all your listed fonts? Oh yeah, like the floating inspector thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Which is a total throwback to early Mac OS design when the floating panels and the inspectors all over the screen were the kind of the the way they did it. Mm. And then over the years they've consolidated down into sidebars and fixed panels within the application window. But here's this new freeform app and the fonts choice is still managed by this old style picker. I thought it was a little odd. It does pop up in certain apps that I've seen. Um, I'm just trying to think what they are. Maybe certain pickers. Does Pixelmator have that? I know it has an inspector, but I'm sure that I've seen in different apps that's come up so you can toggle things like color. Yeah, like it's very much, it is, it's, it's the, ver- the most pure default font picker on, at the system level. But I, you know how pages and numbers have all abstracted that away and they have the side panels. And I sort of see Freeform as kind of like the, the, the modern addition to the iWork suite. And I was just surprised that it didn't have a side panel on their Mac application. Maybe it's a catalyst thing. My desk situation. This is horrendous. My desk is a disaster. It, I should say, let me rephrase. My desk was a disaster. Because the last couple of recordings I've done with my MacBook Air, not having enough USB ports, you know, running no monitors, just the laptop. You guys were looking up my nose with the video. All those problems. It, the desk was horrendous. And I have a photo in our freeform of said desk looking horrendous. It's disgusting. Looking at it now. Um, I want you to I want you to absolutely have at me. But I want you to know that you cannot have at me now because the iMac is back. So are you saying this photo is no longer relevant? So I'm roasting the past? You are roasting the past. But it was a valid part of my past. I have to accept it. I have to live with it. But the iMac has returned to its glory. The Intel iMac is now my studio station, my recording studio. It's beautiful. Is Jason in the freeform now? Because there's just a gigantic eggplant emoji that's gone over your photo. I'm noticing that. I'm thinking that... (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking we've been freeform bombed. He's not talking to us. What is he doing? He's he's roasting my desk, I think, with an eggplant. Right. Well, to answer the question about the photo that I used to be able to see... um, Check the show notes. I'm sure we'll have it linked there or maybe even the artwork. Who knows? That's up to you, Andrew, as editor. I'm a little bit confused about what's actually going on for where your hands go because you've got the MacBook Air there, but then you've got the iPad Pro in the Magic Keyboard, which looks like the thing that you're using may be connected to the secondary display as your larger panel. But then you're kind of off-center. So are you kind of doing a desktop twisted shift to the left thing like when you have a windows pc laptop that has nothing centered like the trackpad to the side and the numpad are you kind of deliberately twisting your spine to be uncomfortable that's a good point i it looks like i've been using the double monitor setup doesn't it like using this the sidecar of the ipad are you suggesting that 
Yeah, I didn't think about that. Well, I'm just not sure. I didn't. I didn't use it at all like that. That was that was just randomly placed because I was just shoving stuff around. That's how messy this desk was. So the iPad and the iMac were unlinked in terms of screen sharing or anything like that. They were just chucked there. And I would basically just roll my chair from side to side to try and center my, my keyboard on the device that I was wanting to use. So you were doing the Dr. Evil side to side, Dr. You know, yeah. with Mr. B- Mr. Bigglesworth on your lap and getting dragged away just to move to the other side of your desk. It's nothing like having a rolling chair. It's fantastic. Yeah, so that that's so that was not great. Anything else? Well, you look, I reckon Jason would probably rip you to shreds over this photo, but I'm not so offended by it. I look at this and I go, okay, that's not how I would do it, but I know that this is actually a real setup. This is how you were using it. You know when you see YouTube videos of the dream desk situation mm. and it's this minimalist paradise that's never even had a tiny speck of dust land on it and you just know that it's fake? I look at this and I go, that's how you're doing it. Right now on my desk, I've got camera stuff everywhere. There are lenses just sitting here and it's a mess and it's annoying me, but it's like that because I've been using stuff. It's not all put away for a real estate photo, right? So Mm. I think good on you. This is a real view into your life, even though it's outdated and Jason might have to share what he thinks later and utterly destroy you. Wow. That's really, really kind. I thought you would mention all sorts of devices that are on that desk. You're not, you're just not, you're not giving me a hard time. I think it's wonderful. Thank you. You know, each to their own. I'm sure you'd look at my desk and go, you know, what is on this desk? I don't like it. But then, eh, Martin probably has a reason and it doesn't really affect me. So we'll move on. And that's where it's interesting. And this is actually something I wanted to ask both of you, but Jason's still not here to actually answer it. I'm known as the Feldfoot on this podcast, right? Yes. And maybe for very good reason. But we end up with these moments where you seem pleasantly surprised that I'm not raining dictatorial wrath down upon you, right? So then I think, well, what actually makes me a Feldfoot? And I was talking to, Nata- uh, talking to Natasha about this and she said, well, Martin, you're very serious. You can joke, mm. but you're a very serious person. And I thought, interesting. I wonder what the guys think about this on the podcast. So to totally put you on the spot, what actually makes me a Feldfoot? Am I serious? What, what is it all about? Ooh, I do feel on the spot. Man, this is nerve wracking. Could cause great offence. Um, you're a Feldfoot because you are very clear in your desires <laughs> and what you want. You leave no one in any doubt about what that is. So you're very you're very confident, self confident in expressing your feelings. And I think other people might be more worried about social norms. They might say, eh, "Should I say that, or will it cause offence?" Do I just, you know, sort of um, abrogate my own feelings and let somebody else have their way? Yeah. Even if that way isn't ideal or is um, inefficient or just not appropriate for the time. Sometimes you think, I'll just let them, I'll let them have that win. Martin Feld, you are not like that. (laughs) You are much more about, no, I know the, the, canonically correct way of dealing with this and I will express it and I'll make sure that everybody else is aware of it as well because I am actually doing them a service. I am educating them in correctness. And usually your your things are coming from that point of correctness. It's not like you're just, you're just expressing um, 
opinions in a forceful way. It's kind of more annoying than that because often what you were saying <laughs> is correct. You know, so you can't argue the, the, the logical truth of it all because you're correct. Does that make sense? So I think in that way, you are footish. You're very, you put your foot down in a correct way. I have to say, I'm seriously impressed with that answer. That was for someone who said that he found it nerve wracking or didn't know what to say or put you on the spot. That was, uh, let's just say I feel seen. Very, very seen. <laughs> and it's hilarious because as I asked the question, I received an iMessage from Natasha, who's just on the other side of the house right now. And her iMessage reads, and I quote, you even sound serious now. <laughs> so, you do. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't think I have another setting. I think I'm being casual with someone that's like, oh, my God. We've been doing this show for like over two years. You're with somebody <laughs> I think you know relatively well. <laughs> and you're still, well, Andrew, let me explain to you. Freeform. <laughs> I don't think I have another way of speaking. I don't. There appears to be an eggplant emoji placed over the photo that I'm viewing. <laughs> Who might that be editing? Do you feel like you're listening to the world's smarmiest audiobook? <laughs> oh, I'm glad oh, I asked this. That could be a tr- that could be a career change for you. Pivot into audiobook reading because you do have a lovely radio voice. I must say, oh, your you. voice is more pleasant to listen to than mine. Um, and I can just imagine you reading. It would be. I think you'd need to do nonfiction though. I don't think you could do characters. Could you? Are you Stephen Fry? Do you have Stephen Fry in you? Like, can you do voices and accents? I can do some. I reckon. He, okay, here we go. Future podcast segment for Hemispheric Views. If you, Andrew, and we could do it for each other if you like, if you can choose a passage from any book, kind of like what they used to do with Spicks and Specs where they had to sing along to a book. Did you ever see that? Oh, no. I never really liked that show. It was too... I, I'm talking about you being highly um, correct, but I didn't like it because there wasn't enough structure. <laughs> <laughs> they would ramble too long. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll try not to ramble, Andrew. Jeez, I know the restrictions now. But, um, yeah, if you can choose a passage from maybe one okay. of your favourite books or something, and then I will read it in a future episode, and you can judge my audiobook ability, and maybe we can even get you or Jason to do it, because Jason would appeal, obviously, to the large... US market or audience in a way that they might find me confusing. Mm, that is true. That's a good idea. We should do that. And also, I do owe you an apology because I said you don't do accents, but you do do a fantastic Borat. So, yeah, thank you. Um, I like. <laughs> have to give credit where it's due. Um, yeah, that is an excellent accent. All right. Well, thanks. Well, look, I didn't, I just thought maybe you'd say, oh, bit of this, bit of that. But that was the most, how do I put it? It was a comprehensive breakdown where I've obviously opened up all aspects of my personality through this podcast and I can't hide anymore. So, Andrew, beautifully done. Well, did you ever, mini, mini media corner within this segment, did you ever see a show called Lad It to Lady? Oh, that rings, that sounds really vaguely familiar, but. That was, isn't that like a British thing where they they take a real like rough as guts kind of person mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. do them up? It's, it's English, right? So they get some some woman from Liverpool 
That's right. Like that. Exactly. Yeah. And one of the things that they would do other than flower arrangements and, you know, how to wear dresses correctly and stuff, it was ridiculous, but it was kind of funny. They used to do elocution lessons. I feel like I'm mm. the opposite and I need to learn to speak normally. <laughs> you need diselocution, de-elocution. Yeah, exactly. Un- Just un-elocution. don't speak like you're delivering a lecture the whole time. Okay, let's try that. Let's off off the cuff. Okay, I want to hear Martin as casual as he can possibly be right now. Come on, really, really lean into it. Yeah, right. What do you want? Talk about going to the footy on the weekend or something. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! What am I, I'm, I'm already overthinking what to say. Um, <laughs> this is bad, and I would. I just can't say mate naturally. Okay. Do you want me to, okay. 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 I'm gonna. Help, I'll, I'll help frame it. Okay. So I'm. Fr- I know you're in a rugby state, but I don't know rugby at all. I know a bit of AFL, so you're gonna have to work in <laughs> here. Okay. So you're going to watch. Let's say the Sydney Swans. Right. Okay. It's a, it's a local derby. Sydney Swans against Greater Western Sydney. Mm-hmm. You're going to you're going to watch the game, and it's been a tight first half. There's okay. there's a goal the difference. Six points the difference. And you're off to get it. You're off to get a pie, and you're talking. Right, about you're the game. at the game with me while you're getting a pie. Yeah, yeah. And we're wa- we're walking the corridor to the pie shop at halftime, talking about the game. And you are barracking for Sydney, and mm-hmm. you're six points down. Six points down. Okay. Oh, f- that first half was shit. You want a pie, Andrew? Yeah, I suppose, mate. Come on, let's go. It's it's only six points. Don't worry. Your your team's try hard, but. Let's face it, you're still going to lose. Oh, piss off. You, uh, anyway, you want chunky beef or your mushroom guy? Mate, it's a footy. You don't get choice. You just get what you're given. Just get me two sauces. Oh, I'm trying to be nice here. I'm trying to be nice. So what, tomato sauce? You want sauce? Tomato sauce. No, I want I want bloody... Boo- ah! <laughs> <laughs> this is the most ridiculous conversation. <laughs> I'm not even doing it properly. I can't even talk properly. <laughs> I can't even talk properly. Oh, man, that was terrible. Oi, oi. <laughs> How you going, mate? <laughs> oh, oh, Bogans. How long have you been here? <laughs> Kicking out the guts, mate. <laughs> hey, guys, how's it going? How long have you been here for? Just got here. What's up? How's the show going? Is it going, going good? Why the, why the, why the f*** is everyone off video? What is that about? Australian internet. What? What the hell does that mean? I have infinite bandwidth. Turn on your video. Oh, Demand fine. It. Sorry, kids. That's just added another 45 minutes to your download time. Uh-oh. How, how are you bogans doing today? Oh, pretty poorly, if you judge my performance. <laughs> It'll make sense when you hear it later. Andrew was fine. He sounds like a normal person. But anyway. I don't actually. Not in that skit. What you just missed was the ultimate, like, corporate skit. Did you guys ever do those, like, training days and you'd have to role play and you'd be given, like, a script or something as part of the learning experience and you'd have to take on a character? Well, they're always crap and everybody always hates it and feels super uncomfortable and you never, like, you're aware that you're acting but you try and be normal but then you know that you're being, trying to be normal and you're acting. Yeah, but this really is like, bad. like improv? So me and Martin just did that. Yeah, Andrew and I were just doing it, but I reckon oh. now it's Jason's turn with Andrew and I will set a corporate one. Oh, okay. Hmm. All right. Please do. Uh, first person 
to, okay, closest to the number I'm thinking of, you have to guess, will be the boss in the situation. 14. All right. Between one and 14. 10? No, it's just anywhere. Oh, but yeah. Oh. Well, just oh. anywhere. 14. 92. All right. It was 572. So Andrew is the boss. Yes. Wow. Okay. That fucking sucks. <laughs> hey, language. Okay. I'm going to edit this. Go. Stop making swore. my life hard. Oh, sorry. Beep. So hard to put okay. those beeps in. All right, so this is going to be a performance review, which is really just about setting KPIs for the year. But following that, there's a little disciplinary section where Andrew wants to discuss Jason's interesting decision to place suggestive eggplants on the team freeform. Go. So, Jason. Jason, it's been been a good year. I've really appreciated the work you've done. Thank you. You've kicked a lot of goals. We've had some wins. A lot of wins, yeah. uh, uh, the charts are all pointing in the right direction, which, as you know... Up and to the right, baby. You got it, man. That's what I love about you, Jason. You're so on point with this stuff. Yeah. There are, however, hmm. some issues we might need oh. to deal with here. Tell me more. Look, and I'm, I don't take this the wrong way. You're a great team player. So many people love the contributions you make. They do. Just sometimes, yeah. just sometimes, I think you act before you think. Hmm. Tell me more. Can you, give so, me, can you give me an example? So recently, you'll be aware of our new collaborative whiteboarding solution. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I feel that that's really... Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. working well I, for the I team. Actually, we, I actually integrated that into the company as a solution. So you're welcome. Yeah, but Jason, Jason, you also integrated an eggplant into a photo. Yeah. Yeah, because it was it was it was a growing topic, and I was just trying to illustrate that the topic was top of mind. Yeah, it, it really grew, and it grew to a size that was probably causing some of our colleagues here in the office some level of discomfort. Oh, okay. I could shrink it. I could shrink it down if that would help. Could you flip it? Could you give I, it a one eighty? Uh, I'm not sure if the application is capable of that, but I could try. Uh, no, looks like that is something I will have to file as a radar. Okay. If you could go, if you could just go ahead and probably get rid of the eggplant for now, I appreciate what you're trying to do, but I think maybe we could, can we run with a peach? Done. Yeah. So I think that's, that's better. That's, that's. Is it okay if I place it upon the photo of your absolutely shite desk? Is that okay? (laughs) And scene. I just wanted to make sure that it was okay, given that you are, quote unquote, the boss, that it was okay that I put this emoji on top of your um, less than adequate desk. That was a great scene. Well done. And I was totally convinced because Andrew was trying to be really professional and really polite. And I could just tell Jason does not take shit. Yeah, I would not hire Jason in a million years. No, <laughs> pain no in the you ass. Shouldn't. Yeah, no, absolutely. And as far as his management style, he can... Uh, I won't say it because then he'll have to bleep <laughs> another thing. <laughs> I'll save you the trouble. What do you think of that desk anyway? Mm, well, I mean, it it's a desk, I guess, technically. There's a lot going on there. Have you have you all already gone through this uh exercise mm, Martin, of, of Martin was Martin was inadequate. Oh, really? Let me move this giant peach real quick. Let me get that out of the way. Even though it's very fitting for what the desk is. Um, let me move it over. 
Um, I would just say there's just, there's, there's a lot of confusion here. I don't think you know who you want to be in this world, given the things that are on this desk. And I think you could use some, some reflection in terms of who you really want to be as I a... have reflected. Oh, you have. Okay. Is this, mm, this is yeah. an old photo. Yeah, it sure is. Like okay. Two weeks old. Okay. The highlighters are still actually there. <laughs> okay. I'm moving them yet. <laughs> so you still got the highlighters. You still have the, the, uh, the little notebook, I assume. Oh yeah. Yep. That's right here. Actually. Uh, yeah. Here it is. Yep. Yep. Field, Feld notes. You got your Feld, Feld notes, notes there. Yeah. That gets yep. me every single time I receive every a marketing Every single email time from that email comes in, I think it's a Feld's note, Feld so notes email. And it's not. It's field notes. I'm like, when did Martin start selling fucking little tiny notebooks? I know. He it didn't. drives me crazy. Yeah. And then same. I'm like, oh, the design on this this note, this email is too well designed. It couldn't possibly be from Martin. Somebody Thanks. needs to change their their whole brand. Either Feld Notes or Field Notes. Somebody's got to change. I had. I'm going with Feld. I like Feld Notes more. I think Feld Notes. Feld Notes wins. I agree. I agree. But yeah, um. What has changed, Jason, is the actual device. I, I was telling Martin, listeners will have already heard this, but you should probably hear it as well. Mm. The iMac recording studio is back. Mm. We are now, t- I'm talking to you right now from the Intel iMac and I'm loving it. That explains the So many the USB delay. ports. It's lovely. Got it. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I've got my stream deck back. I can, I can hear... I can hear those Intel fans, that, that harmonic from the Intel fans. I can hear it. It's nice. I love this computer. We got the birds on Martin's side and we got the Intel fans on your side. It's great. I also have a really noisy uh, share tea over here. Yeah, I saw that. I'm happy that you have share tea. That's good. What'd you get today? I've got the frozen mango and passion fruit with lychee popping pearls. Oh, lovely. Full on. Andrew looks disgusted. Uh, I gave you two thumbs big, up. Not a big fan of the old bubble tea. I never know what to order. Don't know what I like. I can too I can confusing. Help you with that. Too many options. I'll help you. I don't do. I'll help you. I don't do any food where there's options. So I don't do Subway. I don't do any food where there's options. Hmm. Isn't that all food? I don't do those Chinese foods where, like, you know, lunchtime. I don't know if Jason has these. Those but Martin, Chinese foods. What are they? You know the chi- you know the Chinese foods where you go up and you can like that and that they, they've it's like in a food court. Oh and, and they have all the vat all the vats. And they have like the little bay marie kind yeah. of things and you're like, Oh, I'll have a bit of that and a bit of that and a bit if I ever go to one of those, I'm just saying large combination. Because I don't want to make the choices and have to think about what I want. You don't go for a bucket of Mongolian beef or something? Nah. It's just combo. When we, when we go to meals in WA at some point, this is going to be quite the, quite the day. I can't wait. Just take him to a restaurant that has a menu and that'll obviously. That's, uh, that's, that's okay. That's a restaurant yeah. with a menu is fine because you have time. You can sit and peruse and mm-hmm. think. No. But if you're in a sit fast and food immediately queue, order. Like Subway, they're like, what bread do you want? Well, I don't know. What bread do you have? I don't know every single Subway bread off the top of my head. I don't go there often enough to know that. Paralysis so how about you talk me through it? And then, but the, and then they're like, okay, what cheese? I'm like, cheese? Now I've got to choose cheese? I don't know, a yellow cheese. Just give me cheese. And they're like, well, there's so many cheeses. And I'm like, I don't know what, what cheese. 
what do I say? Cheddar? I don't know. That's the only cheese I know off the top of my head. You want and Swiss. The anxiety is building every single time. And then they're like, well, what meat do you I, I don't know. How do you feel about a pepper jack? Pepper jack? I don't know. What, what's a pepper what jack? That? Maybe we have a different name for it. What is that? That could be. It's like a, so it's a jack cheese, but it has oh. like pepper like in it. Not like pepper, pecorino? like black pepper, like a, like a green pepper in it, kind oh, of mixed okay. in. I think so I know what you're like, talking about. It's yes. not spicy, but it's got like a little, yeah, little special zazz to it. That's good. You, you probably have a special name for it. Yeah, I don't know. Like a, I a, just a, get a wanger I just or something. I just asked for cheese. I did. I did find out once at Subway. Apparently, you can order English cheese. I don't even know what English cheese is, but they have it. So now I just say English because it's the first thing I remember. I bet Rob knows what that is. He would. He would. Have you ever tried to awkwardly shake the hand of a sandwich artist? (laughs) So before we lose this and move on to something else, just Jason, what is your bubble tea or share tea, pick your brand kind of, what's your Mm. go-to flavor or combination? I um, I love a jasmine milk tea. That's my preferred choice. Um, with boba, uh, standard boba, light on the sweet because generally they uh-huh. over sweeten. Is that for like fat variety? Is that boba what? fat? Boba yes. fat. Yeah, yeah. But that it's tiny boba fats they put inside the tea. Okay. And then you suck them up through the straw. Okay. And this is cold milky tea. It's cold, yes. right? Yeah, that's, that's correct. Disgusting. Why would you want cold milky tea? At least I would get... I think Martin's closer to the actual fact because he's got no milk in his. It's just like a fruit-based tea. I think I understand what he's doing there, but he's got those little pearlescent things in them that suck up through the straw. But at least now that you've heard two alternatives, next time you're presented with maybe ordering, you're going, oh, Jason said this, maybe I'll incorporate a bit of that. Could each of you put... Okay, okay. Could each of you please put your preferred tea option into the free form? So next time I will go to a tea place. I would love to expand your horizons. I will go and I'll load up the free form and I will literally just order. Here's your horizon right now. And I feel like I want to just really open that up is what I think I want to do. My horizons don't like being opened. (laughs) No, I know. But I feel like it's my duty to to do that. So we're going to make that happen. Okay, put it in free form. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll record it. I'll put it on the YouTube. Oh, we've there explored you go. teas. We've explored peaches and eggplants. I feel like, Jason, you've got a lot of stuff in here that we need to address. Um, do I? Yeah. What do we got? Well, I mean, you're sitting on something you want to mention, but then you've also been doing some cleaning at high pressure. So, I don't know. Take your pick. Oh, I should probably open the note. Let me see here. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Oh, yeah. New chair for my butt. I got a new chair for my butt. Great chair. Um, Not really a lot to say about it other than that it's great. It it was an annoying process, I will say. I was looking Mm. at these chairs on the internet. You can't tell what a chair feels like on the internet. I don't know if you both know that or not, but can't do it. There's, you know, the technology is not there. So how do you do it? You have to go to a physical store. Oh, groan. The worst, right? So 
I don't know if you all have stores like this, but here in the uh, in the U.S. of A., we have these furniture stores that are, um, I would describe them as super pretentious and annoying, where you walk in and immediately they're like, hi, how are you? I would like to take $50,000 from you, just with like Sounds no like questions demand. asked. Yeah. And you're like, okay, well, like maybe let's hold on, let me look around a little bit and see like what you have. I don't need to redesign my whole goddamn house right now. Like I'm just here. Cause when I was looking at the chair, so I should probably name the chair. It is the, the Herman Miller. Oh, that's expensive. Uh, embody. Oh yeah. Gaming chair, I think is the name. I don't know. Look in the notes. It'll be in there in amethyst is the color. Beautiful purple color. But they say, hey, find a place to go look at this chair. And I go, great, click, find this overly pretentious asshole store. I -hmm. go there. We walk in and I immediately know that I hate the place. And I bypass, I skate right around all the people that work there because I don't want to talk to them. Go up to the top floor to where the chairs are so I can figure out what's this chair? Does it fit my life? Does it fit my ass? Like, what is this chair? You know, you want to sit in a chair before you spend a significant amount of money on a chair. So I go in there, I sit in it, I'm kind of doing the, you know, this way, that way, doing all the buttons, figuring it out. Love it. Love this chair. It's great. So the website directly from them, 20% off sale. Love that. You love a a canyon.blog slash save 20% off sale on a chair, right? So love the chair left because the website, 20% off, free shipping. The store, not 20% off, not free shipping. Where am I going to go? Not the store. So we leave. Mm-hmm. So I order the chair and it comes. Well, actually, no. I order the chair and there's no free shipping. I'm like, what the hell? Where's my free shipping? And I check and I check and then I get into a chat with the website and mm-hmm. there's a whole back and forth. Turns out I got the free shipping, so we're good. But anyway, chair comes in a gigantic box. It comes fully assembled. So this box is insanely large in terms of a box. So the FedEx person came, hooked it on the thing, and then like bailed without even telling anybody (coughs) because they didn't want to deal with us. So chair came. It's great. I'm sitting in it now. I really like it. It's very comfortable. It has a very unique back in that it like is like a weird skeleton thing which you can kind of see in the photos so it like i don't know it's just it's really nice and i really like it and being that i sit in a chair all day every day for work seems like having a proper chair is probably a pretty good idea so new chair love it it's great i like it my back likes it my butt likes it my legs like it and my arms like it so Nice. New chair. Looks pretty cool. And those notch things in it, I don't know if this is what you meant by skeletal or whatever, but it's like each of them would line up with vertebrae. Is that kind of yeah. what you mean? Mm-hmm. And you can like, it like kind of just like forms to your back. It's really interesting. I re- it's, it's a very cool chair. I really like it. It looks like it belongs on the bridge of the USS something or other or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I think it's no longer on sale, unfortunately. So sorry, but- I'm sure it'll go on sale again. 
just want to say, Jason, I don't know how quite how it works over there in the US of A, but you may want to think about that being a um, an asset that you can depreciate when you submit your tax return. I'm not, I'm not really, I'm not really interested in that. Okay, no worries. Well, I guess technically, let me see if this makes you feel better. So the process was, I found the chair, I bought the chair. And I did literally nothing else. Can you at Is least that... save the receipt into Devon Think? No. Can I make a suggestion here? We're about three years into this podcast, and this kind of discussion comes up pretty regularly. Andrew, <laughs> why don't you just become Jason's accountant? It would be helpful, actually. <laughs> that would be a disaster. It would be. You're always talking about tracking and budgeting things and tax returns and stuff. Jason, within reason, likes to spend money and, you know, get things that are of high quality. Andrew, you like to track spent money. So why not just bring those two passions together? Can you imagine him grounding me for receipts? <laughs> the great irony is I'm the one who's always talking about, you know, fiscal responsibility and, you know, you're making sure you're, you're wealthy. It's me that can't afford to buy fast internet and a new computer. So I'm still using Intel. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jason's obviously just like, so loaded. Then he's just buying chairs and computers and phones. I need a chair, though. It's it's for my butt. <laughs> yeah, if it's all day, it needs to be ergonomically sound, doesn't it? It does. You don't want to destroy your back. It's part of my home office. I'm going to so write it off as a business expense. There you go. That's what I want to hear. Just that was like a beautiful the- moment, you two. See how you came together just then? Yeah. I'm writing everything off. New car, write it off. New chair, write it off. Everything. So when you say <laughs> you're writing off a car... We're talking about financially not destroying it, right? Yeah, financially writing it off. Good. Yeah, okay. as in a, a tax break. Yeah. You didn't go That's fast good. and furious with the Rivian. <laughs> no, fortunately not. <laughs> so, yeah, new chair. Love it. It's great. That's all I have to say. You're also looking for another new chair, but it's actually called a seat. Hmm. Oh, On the another- bike? Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking for a bike. I am um so I I bought a treadmill last last December and I've been using it very regularly and it's been great. But I need like an alternate thing for exercise cuz like just running all the time gets to be pretty like okay, I get it. Like I'm kind of done with this right now. Sorry Eric with your insanity that is yourself, but some of us can't just run 700 miles a day and still be happy. So, like, I need and then an Robert in activity. saying that he just walks with his name. I know. I, if yeah, if I know. he would walk once, it would be amazing. He he's incapable of walking. It's insane. Um. So I'm thinking biking would be like a alternative to running. So now I'm looking at bikes and I'm looking for recommendations from folks. Uh, I think I've landed on. I believe there is a new category of bike called a gravel bike. Mm. I think biking at some point must have hit like a plateau of sales. So they created a new category to try to do more sales. So that's what I think I'm looking for. I'm currently looking at a Trek bike, but uh, I'm looking for feedback. Uh, that would be hello at hemispheric uh, keyword bike. And if you have some recommendations, I would love to hear that. Um, I have a yes. query around nomenclature. Yes. You call it biking. You don't call it cycling. 
I would call it biking. Yes. It's cycling. Well, it's a bike, so it's biking. It's a bike, so it's cycling. All right. So, Andrew, are you equally upset about the importing of the American term hiking into a country where we normally say bushwalking? Yes. Okay. See, it's just another example of that. We don't bushwalk because we don't have bush. There you go. You take a hike. We hike because we have hikes. If we had bush, we would bushwalk. Okay, we'd bush bash. I would, I'm into that. That sounds great. Also, Trek, Trek bike. Good choice of brand. No. Oh. The bike I still currently own is a Trek. I own a Trek. Oh. I bought it many okay. years ago. It's done well. It's pretty mm-hmm. much end of life. I almost bought a new bike last year when I too was into biking or cycling. Mm. Um, and then I didn't. So, but I'm, oh, I endorse the cycling lifestyle. The thing that put me off cycling, Jason, just be aware of it. I don't know what your terrain is like, mm. but Perth is generally fairly flat, which is great. Unfortunately, I seem to live in a suburb which has all the hills. Um, and so for me yeah. to just get started, I'm like, if I want to go left, I'm up a hill. I want to go right, I'm up a hill. And it put me right off because I knew every time I went out the door, first thing was a hill. Hmm. Sucked. N- not many hills here for the most part. It would be mostly street and then some light trail when we go camping to be okay. able to kind of go through the trails. So that's why I'm thinking this gravel thing is the is the right choice for me because it's kind of a hybrid trail slash road thing. Mm. But um, yeah, if anybody's got suggestions, let me know. Turns out too, bikes... Um, what a what a price range bikes can have. <laughs> Holy shit. You could go from like $300 to like $30,000 and they basically look the same. So that's interesting. Would you get an e-bike? I thought about it, but I think I just kind of want it like a regular one, I think. Okay. I'm not sure though. I'm I'm open to everything at this point. If I can have an e-bike that lets me be a normal bike and then e-bike when I want. That I think I would be interested I think in. That's how they work, isn't it? Yeah, I have no idea. I don't bring it up from any position of expertise. I only bring it up because my manager Craig, also listener of this hey, show, Craig. hi Craig. He Craig! occasionally rides an e-bike to work, and he loves it because he has that kind of flexibility. So he can push along when he needs to get there, but it's still an exercise tool. Yeah. Oh, I'm totally down for an, yeah, if that's like where I could go all out and then I'm like, I'm tired as hell. I can't even make it back and then e-bike back. That would be great. I'm all about that. We should probably all get e-bikes. I found that the, when you find the ones that are the coolest colors, those tend to be the the most expensive ones. (laughs) Cause like I found like a very boring gray one and it was like, oh, this is like a thousand dollars. Like, okay. I was like, Ooh, what's this like? cool green and yellow one oh that's twelve thousand dollars like okay maybe i don't need that one <laughs> just get the yellow and blue one yeah if if, if i could find one oh man, man can you imagine custom painted hv oh. bike i would be all about that you could put the little like trek the trek logo is almost like a little shield you could basically mm. just rip that off and put the hv shield on in the front of it instead. I might have to do that. Well, I will do that. Don't worry. Pressure washer. Um, I initially was researching pressure washers. And then 
while I was researching them in this note, I actually ended up buying one instead. So that's ah, done. Congratulations. Yeah. Okay. Andrew, can you sure. add that to Jason's depreciation spreadsheet, please? Yeah, I will. Um, we're at 49 minutes already, so chop, chop. Uh, was it a Karcher? It's a brand. Your pressure washer was a Karcher. Karcher. No. Karcher. No, it wasn't. It was a uh, DeWalt. That's great that you got a DeWalt. Really good job. Martin, you just did it again. That's why I did it. See, you, what did he do? A proper do? Australian would just say, Karcher. <laughs> it's a Karcher, mate. Martin of, course, Martin, of course, says, well, actually, it is a German brand, and therefore we pronounce it in the <laughs> German way, which, according to my knowledge and my family expertise, because I am a little bit German, I am the German, we must pronounce it as the Karcher, or whatever wow, it was you said. Some- there was some serious shit that went down before I got here, clearly. <laughs> there was, yeah. But it was good. <laughs> so, how, just for, 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 for documenting the correctness, it's not Karcher, it's... Karcher. Thank you. <laughs> wow, those are very different. To be fair, though, I know that there will be all these Germans out there who will just school me on the way I said it as an Australian. So, I can't even claim that it would be totally correct. And, on top of that... I think this is a good example of the whole like persona and podcasting thing. Because if we had been just talking in person, I wouldn't have done that, Andrew. It doesn't even matter. I'll let it slide. But when we're in this little trio here, we've got a little Zoom windows happening. It's like performative central. I can't resist. So, damn it. I just walked into my own trap. So, do you say DeWalt or is it DeVault? I would probably say it like a wanker and say DeVault or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I can't Jason. help but say Volkswagen rather than Volkswagen. I just can't. <laughs> Well, that's the one I got. So there you go. How do you say brawn? Like the shaver. Brown. Okay. Brown. What else is there? What, what else is German? People say Schwarzkopf. It's Schwarzkopf. Okay. People say Aldi or Al- it's Aldi. But I don't walk around like that because that would just be too bizarre. I'm like, oh, where'd you go shopping? I went to Aldi. I'm not going to say that. I'll just say Aldi. <laughs> Whereas I say, I went to Aldi. Aldi. Yeah. Aldi. Not to mention, most people don't know, and I'm pretty sure this is still, or this is the case, the Aldi that everyone goes to internationally is like the southern version. There's like two Aldis in Germany. I think it was the result of some family disagreement or the company split, kind of like, um, is it Sabian and Zildjian, the symbol company? So the Aldi that we know internationally is Aldi Süd, which is southern Aldi. Oh. I think that's right. I was thinking like Adidas. I was thinking Adidas and Puma. Didn't they split when up? people say Adidas, then I get a little bit okay. That's not that's not right. It's Adidas, like Adidasler. Adidasler, correct. Well, it's like Australians say Nikon and Americans say Nikon, and somehow we're all still friends. That annoys me every time. And now we're right back. We've looped all the way around to podcast world, and now we have to talk about how we say hover. It is Nikon. That's the correct. It's Nikon. You're the only American who says it correctly. But how do you say hover? Like, the, like in what like the domain? Like what the a helicopter brand? does or the domain names. Oh, I say pork bun. <laughs> Join us next fortnight for episode 094 in this exciting tech adjacent podcast where we may speak about technology. We may not. What we will certainly speak about will be a desk and a banana. See you next time on Hemispheric 
Well, I guess since I counted as in, I should count as out. Yeah. Hmm. Expected more resistance. Okay. Three. In three, two, two, (laughs) one, stop.